Grand Canyon, where hidden forces shape our ideas, beliefs, and experiences. And experiences. Join us as we uncover the stories between the canyon's colorful walls. Probe the depths and add your voice. Add your voice for what happens, what happens next, next at, Grand Canyon. at Grand Canyon. Hello and welcome. Okay. This is Jeff. <laughs> this is Emily. And this is and this, this is behind the scenery. Uh, let's just start by introducing ourselves. Um, sure. Like, do you want me to introduce myself as, like, you know, park ranger? Or do you want to introduce myself like how I usually do it? Uh, what feels right to you? Um, saying, well, how we introduce ourselves is usually by our clans. Um, it's just a proper way of saying um, who we are. And um, not just to, like, people who are non-native, but also to our... Um, ancestors because they hear us introducing ourselves in our language and they know where we are. Yad Esh A Kelly Jones Yunishiat Kanasitinishlin Kiaani Bashishkin Kabanda Shiche the Bethlehem Dashanele Senatada is I A um Shanasha uh um Akud E um Dinastanishle. So I introduce myself and my four clans from my maternal um and paternal side of my mom and dad. That's how I introduce myself as a Diné woman, a Navajo woman. So what I do here at Grand Canyon National Park is I work in the interpretation division. And where do you work in Grand Canyon? Um, I work at Desert View. And my name's Jesse. I'm a park ranger on the North Rim. Because I guess the basic question that I get from the visitors is, you know, where are the indigenous people? How come they're not working here? My whole thought was like, we do work here and we work in all different divisions. We take care of the canyon from the river all the way to the rim on the south and north side of the canyon. Um, I really wanted to um, elevate the um, indigenous voices here at the canyon. A, a big part of our goal is to hear directly from people who have ties to Grand Canyon that stretch back uh, to time immemorial. So as part of that, we did a series of interviews with folks from the associated tribes of Grand Canyon. Uh, and the first is an interview with a woman named May Franklin. May Mabel Franklin in Shia. Um has gone hot so and so can't any bushes chain. Today she gives me that she say look at me that's another. I don't know how Sunday yeah I used to not sat not shanley when I'm just taught taught on taught on the water. I just shall run a call other kid I want Ado um Dina Angela um so yeah Um my name is May Franklin. I am from Cameron. Um I shared my plans with those that are that are Navajo and wanna know their connections to me. I I'm grateful for just the opportunity I have to sort of live in a very unique, um, awesome place. Um, the little Colorado River is just in my backyard, so I pay attention to migrations that happen along the river. Um, this is the corridor I, the birds use to 
fly back and forth. Um, it's pretty loud in the spring when they're back. And then it quiets down the rest of the summer, and winter is really quiet. Wow, she's just an amazing person to talk to. Mae Franklin, she's a local within this area, and she's from Cameron, and she's really bringing... I guess you can say trying to preserve a lot of resiliency through languages, stories, and history of the canyon. I think that just makes me understand like, okay, you know, if she's doing that, I want to continue doing that as well. So I look up to her as like a role model in that way. We wondered what May remembered from her first time at Grand Canyon. You know, the, the, the earliest memory of being up in the higher, sort of where the trees the juniper trees. I mean, I was small, and I remember those trees were, like, way tall. And so a forest was sort of a scary place for me. So, yeah, at that time, it was just all, you know, nobody. I didn't know where I was as far as, like, park and things like that. But um, I do remember um, taking a ride out to Grand Canyon, the, uh, the visitation area. Um, as a student, uh, we went out there on a bus and from Tuba City Public School. And um, all I remember, and I remember feeling the same thing, um, was just an awe and like, uh, like I inhaled... <laughs> You know, just seeing and stopping and seeing the view. Same thing I did when I saw the ocean, you know. It's just um, amazing, just the span of landscape before me um, when I went to Grand Canyon as a as a little, little student. It demands to be looked at. <laughs> when you walk away, you're, you've experienced something. You know that you have experienced something and that you're not the same person that you were when you got there. So you walk away different, feeling different. Some people, you know, if they sit there for a while and contemplate, they probably unload a lot of things, you know. Um, it's, I was brought up, um, my father used to do offerings, and I remember, you know, going off on the sides while he did his offering. Um, along the river and so those kind of things just sort of um, have created like this uh, spiritual connections and um, the same thing happens when um, when I go down the river with the tribes and they sing the songs and they offer the prayers and it's a con just a continuation of what I was raised with and so um when that happens, there's a lot of uh, respect and reverence for what's there. You know, one thing that came up a lot when talking to May was the idea of home and these things that she does that connect her to home. We still um, heat our home with the stove, and so I, I, I go out there on an annual basis to we go through the park, and um, now, now I have, like, like these boundaries in mind, you know, we go through the park and thank goodness we don't have to pay a fee, you know, 
I just feel like it 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 makes it so that um, it's one continuous thing, and you get into the Forest Service to pick up your firewood or or sometimes when Grand Canyon makes firewood available, pinyon picking too. You know, those are resources that we we um, use on an annual basis. And as far as pinyons, it's like whenever um, we have it available. Um, but um, those connect me, and, and it's all part of the home experience um, that I've always known and i've i've heard stories may also expressed a sense of loss of connection to home um, at the creation of grand canyon national park this is home and we should always call it home and i understand the feeling of a sense of loss you know and a sense of self loss in traditional knowledge and traditional ways when the fence went out went up of obviously there are people that were um forced out of um the park and then, um, and the same thing uh, happened for like the vendors when they went in to sell their wares. They were escorted out by law enforcement. Yeah. And um, those are some um, things that my community um, have not forgotten. It's still somewhat fresh. Another barrier May mentions is the barrier to employment. The open the gates haven't opened up to employment still. I mean, people will. We have this whole um, barrier of having to compete for these positions, and here it's in our own backyard, and we can't. We can't. Um, there's a sort of a certain number that they're willing to bring on, and those are filled. And so, therefore, you even though you compete, um, you're probably not going to get those positions. And so, that's that was the that was I, I guess uh, one of the drawbacks. Um, anyway, uh, I, I I hope um, that being that the superintendent is uh, a lawyer, that you know. He, He's willing to be open to maybe taking a look at those, some of those employment um, laws or whatever they're called that, that are barriers. May's invested a ton of time working to remove these, these kinds of barriers through uh, her work with the Intertribal Working Group and, uh, and also other avenues as well. She's part of this huge change that's going to happen here at Grand Canyon, and she's been really strong in this working group for several years so yeah and she's seen some positive change through the years and I, I've grown and under and understand sort of the employees a lot of them that the, their passion their desire to make the the wrong things that happen to make them right um, and one of the other things that happened was when Grand Canyon renovated the homes over in Supai Camp. And so um, I just thought that was a really, really a profound effort on, on, the, on parks to do that and to address those needs. Um, 
and then just uh, taking um, taking some of the trips down um, down the river and just the interactions um, that you see with park employees and the tribes and I felt like they there was some genuine genuine um, effort to really understand and connect um, and as they were being told the, the various stories um, and it's not like they they um, sort of just blew it off but they, they, they were actually engaged and so I thought that was to me that was a, a real a real good um, uh, thing to go forward with um, a little bit, a lot of confidence in the actual desire to to mend things with the tribes. Um, her saying that really gives a sense of hope that she does believe in Park Service here at Grand Canyon to know that we are moving forward. Um, and she's really wanting to be a part of this. And, um, and I know that she's really hoping um, it is moving towards that way, you know, to a better uh, future for Grand Canyon National Park. Yeah, she has hope, but also recognizes there's still a ton of work to be done. Um, I guess I just, I, I, I'm very much um, wanting to um, restore um, things that have been made void um maybe people now even though the young people they don't know what we've lost um some of us still do i hope we can come forward and make known some of these things that are that are missing that we can we have an opportunity to um put back in place so that we have as much what we enjoyed in the past um like the trails um, to um, to use those, um, and uh, I hope the the tribes have enough um, information to share. To I mean, I I go down to Canyon, and um, there's new English names coming up with the sites, um, which you know I think those things evolve, but there is also um, the tribal names that um, um, the tribes can, you know, um, share with their youth so that those stay in their memory and they, that, that ties them to, um, and if they go there, you know, all the more. Um, but um, those kind of things, I guess, I, I really would like to see um, the tribes, but they have to have access. And right now, I, I want to see um, folks down along the river telling their stories. There's there's Navajo stories of of crossing the rivers and the river and um, and just the connected um, stories there um, and. Uh, people have, I think people have just sort of uh, stopped telling those stories or maybe it, it, a lot of them have 
gone with the elders that knew the land so well, um, and they didn't. And because of the English and the kids going off the reservation, that some of those things didn't transfer. She lives really close to a place where it has really high volume of tor- like a tourist attraction and not being allowed for a lot of reasons to be even traveling this way for um, doing you know traditional things like she does or just even just walking through. But I think that what she said is just like, it's just not here at Grand Canyon. It's pretty much everywhere, not just us Diné people dealing with it, but all the tribes. Yeah, and Mace really fighting for rights for all associated tribes. Uh, let's give her the last word. As tribe, in our tribal group that keeps meeting, we want to um, move toward um, being home. We want to feel those connections um, without any kind of barriers. Um, we want our children to come to know the park um, and be involved, um, not be invited, um, but to say, this is what we want. Um, this is how we we're, we want our voices to be heard. Behind the Scenery podcast is brought to you by the interpretation team at Grand Canyon National Park. A huge thanks to Mae Franklin for sharing her stories and perspectives. We gratefully acknowledge the Native peoples on whose ancestral homelands we gather, as well as the diverse and vibrant Native communities who make their home here today.